What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hello. Thanks for listening. It's us, Donna and Steve, on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, including music news. Give me a beat. Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is The Beat. Hey. Hey, Donna. All right, we have to start with the sad news. Oh, I'm just really bombed out. Um, Sinead O'Connor has passed away. Uh, her death is not being ruled or not being treated as suspicious, according to police in the UK. Uh, 56 years old. Um, a Scotland Yard spokesperson confirmed that um, a 56-year-old woman was pronounced dead at a property in South London. This was, um, where are we, last night? This was last night, 11.18 p.m. Um, there was reports of an unresponsive woman at a residence uh, in that area of South London and next of kin have been notified and it's being treated, um, not being treated as suspicious. So we don't know the cause of death right now. Right. So uh, we won't, we won't speculate. We'll allow an official, um, you know, report to come out there from their medical examiners or coroner's office. But uh, we were talking about, we started the show talking about Sinead O'Connor. Let's move now into, I deep teased this, Donna, at 9 a.m. And said, at 10, we're going to play what, for me, is my favorite. Now, you've heard me play this before, but I'm just going to tell you, this song, I had never heard it before. Turns out she recorded it in 1990, along with kind of an interesting music video that went along with it. But I didn't hear it until (laughs) I saw the movie... Underrated as it is, Fred Claus. Oh, jeez. Sto- just he- stay with me, Donna. Fine. It's the story of Santa's brother, Fred, played by Vince Vaughn. Santa Claus, played by the wonderful Paul Giamatti. At one point, there's even a recovering siblings group meeting that happens. You see Bill Clinton's brother is there. Frank Stallone is there. It's, it's a funny scene. And Beautiful. that's where you know Fred is there, of course, the... Brother of Santa Claus. But anyway, toward the end of this movie, and actually, uh, odd timing, Kevin Spacey plays the bad guy in this. Mm-hmm. Right toward the end of the movie, though, all the things are starting to come together. The Christmas vibes are on the rise. Mm-hmm. And then this song plays. Hmm. Now, for a rendition Beautiful. of Silent Night, is that about as good as it gets? Her voice is just angelic. Ugh. Really, really beautiful. That's Sinead O'Connor, uh, the late Sinead O'Connor, singing Silent Night from 1990, mm. as featured 
in Fred Claus. Why do you have to ruin it with that? I'm just giving people <laughs> the cinematic context of this. That's a good movie. All right, maybe I'll watch it sometime. Critics don't believe me. Critics say it sucks. <laughs> but I'm just here to tell you it's enjoyable. Okay. Come on, Paul Giamatti is your Santa Claus? What kind of Christmas do you want, Donna? I know, you're right. You know what I'm saying? What am I thinking? I love Vince Vaughn in almost anything. His cadence, when he starts talking, I'm ready for a laugh. Mm. I know it's going to be funny by the end of it. Cool. (sighs) Now, I have this from Dolly Parton from her new album, Rockstar, which comes out in November. Okay. Here she is. Covering the Queen classic, We Are the Champions. I love you, Dolly, but no. Okay. Does not work for me. That's a no for me, dog. (laughs) I have an idea what could have made that song better. I know she's doing the rock thing. Yeah. And I, I do struggle a little bit with Dolly's sweet voice. Mm-hmm. with electric guitar in the background, right. you know, with with a pedal and distortion and all that. I do struggle with that. I, However, try to imagine with me what that song would sound like if it was just Dolly and an acoustic guitar doing an acoustic version of We Are the Champions. Maybe that would feel cooler. I concur. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, remember Lil John? Okay, do your do your little John. <laughs> okay. Ooh. I'm just glad she didn't do the Cardi B. I thought she was gonna do Cardi B. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. You got okay in before that. <laughs> Let me try it again. Okay. There it is. There it is. Okay. Thank you. Hey. Oh, that's not a thing anymore. Yeah. Let's go back to football talk, okay? Sure. Kansas City Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey. Are you familiar with him? Only from the documentary. Yeah. The documentary. Okay. Series. Yes. From quarterback. You would have seen yes. him featured in that. Uh, he of uh, like the most Patrick Mahomes' favorite receiver, it seems. He just loves in a tough moment yeah. throwing it to Travis Kelsey. Wait, let me think. Number 86? 87. Damn it. Okay. He was in the Super Bowl this year against his brother, remember? And they have this Kelsey Brothers podcast. Um, which they do together. They're very funny. But he talked about he went to the Taylor Swift concert. But then he he said he was bummed because he found out that she doesn't talk before or after her show. She doesn't do, like, VIP meet and greets. Yeah, she used to always. Well, now... uh, Big tour, big tour. They say she's got to save her voice for the 44 songs that she sings. He said, so I was a little bit hurt. I didn't get to hand her one of the bracelets that I made for her. And he said, How cute is that? He said, uh, he put his number on the bracelet. 87? No. That's what his brother asked. No, his phone number. He put his digits on there and wanted to slide her the bracelet and try to get a call from Taylor Swift. Interesting. But a swing and a miss to borrow another sports reference. Yeah, but you have to understand. Again, this goes back to the Meghan and Harry thing where guy shows up to the security and says, give this to them. Nope, they're not interested. Sure. Their job is to protect her. So he's going to have to have his people call her people or something. I bet you'll hear about it now. 
Oh, for sure. And he's oh. he's adorable. Yeah. Cute guy. Easy. Real cute. Yeah, he's probably big and tall, too. Probably like 6'5", Donna. Yep, yep. A nice build. Hashtag doesn't skip leg day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have a problem with that. <laughs> I'm going to have a problem. I need to get that out of my right, system during right. the commercial break. You I'll do, do it that. a bunch of times, and then Fine. I won't have to do it anymore. Uh, when we return, a little mid-morning snack. How about that? We got some food news. There is a uh, new Skittles flavor. We didn't get to this yesterday that you're either going to be really jazzed about mm. or you're going to dry heave. We'll right. tell you what it is <laughs> when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hello. It's me, Donna, for Spire Credit Union. I love Spire, and you know what? You're going to love them, too, because a truly free checking account is not a thing of the past. Not at Spire. You can enjoy no monthly maintenance fees, free bill pay, e-statements, a Spire debit card, and... You can even, you know, manage your finances on the go if that's what you want to do. And Spire's signature Visa credit card, listen to this, it earns you rewards, but also gives back a quarter percent to the community with every purchase. Spire's got, uh, looks like 22 locations now all over the place. Minneapolis, Blaine, EP, Golden Valley, Woodbury, um, and they've been in the people helping people business since 1934. Spire staff, super friendly, experienced. They'll take good care of you, and they'll make it super easy as well. They've been named Minnesota's best credit union by Forbes and the Star Tribune. Go to myspire.com and uh, open a free checking account. $100 minimum opening deposit required. Insured by... Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening. It's Donna. It's Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I'm going to pull over right here real quick. Welcome to Donna and Steve's. Can I interest you in some food news today? Yummy! Hey, Steve. Hello. Would you try mustard-flavored Skittles? Whew, that that ended abruptly, both the question and the music, and, <laughs> and that, that that's how that question hits. I'm going to go with <laughs> yes, because I like mustard so much. Yeah, uh, big fan of mustard. Never met a mustard I didn't like. Why didn't we get some of these? But let's talk about the other half of this. Okay, wait. I'm gonna give you. Here's a picture right there. I don't know that a mustard flavored Skittle. The Skittle part is the problem, not the mustard here. Uh, I think it's gonna be good. You know. I'm not so sure about that, but maybe, I guess it's a sweet and savory kind of a thing. With a little zing, maybe. Now, here's the problem. You can't buy them. You can only sign up for a chance to win a bag at Frenches.com slash Mustard Skittles. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's a smart thing to do. They could say we have... Kibble flavored Skittles, <laughs> and it's limited. It's a drop. Only the first X amount of people get it, and they'd sell out. We need to do more of this stuff, Donna. We got to do limited drops. We got to drop stuff. Got to drop it like it's hot. Do shirt drops. They come out once every three months. There's only a hundred. Each one costs thirty dollars. <laughs> I get twenty, you get ten. And then we just, it's a drop. 
This is how people do things. You get excited. If there's a limited quantity, scarcity. Scarcity right. is what drives people to buy. That's what they do buy. with the art, right? They only come up with so many prints or paintings. Where are you at on that Johnny Depp print? I'm not going to do it. I don't want a print. I want I want a painting. Well, that's what they would call a uh, uh, champagne taste on a beer budget. You're damn right. You ain't got the money for the, the original, all right? You're not, like, going to an auction. What, are you going to be at Sotheby's this weekend? You need the print. I'm not putting up 27, What did it, how much was it again? Well, it would have been about $1,800 unframed. Right. 2700 framed, but we could get a better deal if we just got it unframed and went to Michael's. Yeah, I don't need a print of Johnny Depp in my house. Donna, nobody, Unless it's a painting. Nobody needs... Any art. Yeah. Don't use the word need here. Art is never based on necessity. I mean, just having a picture. That's like putting the fonts on my bedroom wall when I was a kid. You know, I want a painting. Huh. Oops. What just happened there, pal? <laughs> For those who aren't watching you, I just saw you look down toward your midsection. Oh, no. What occurred, friend? Speak to us. You're I in a safe place. squirted. Okay, keep going. Um... A cup of grapefruit. Oh no! Onto my. <sighs> oh no, Donna. Yeah, that's a problem. But that's fine. That's above. No one would think you peed. Thank you. That's above. That's just below the navel. On both sides, that's a problem. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh no, it goes a little lower, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh no! Oh, that's a problem. Yep, I that got looks problems. like you took a leak. Yep. Thanks everybody for listening. I didn't know they sold grapefruit in those little cups. I only thought they did that with the oranges. I did it again. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, can somebody send help? I'm going to go. Carry on with the show. I'll be okay. Let us speak briefly about these individually packaged oranges, though. We have them all the time at our house. Our kids love them. I didn't know they did oranges. Wow, that's wow. fascinating. A little mand- mandarin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little guys, yeah. Oh, I didn't know they did great food. Ah, this is such a learning I did it again. Oh! <laughs> anyway, good talking to you. That is, it is almost, in your defense, the triple spill is, is frankly embarrassing, <laughs> but in your defense, it is virtually impossible to open one of those without getting any sticky juice on your hands or on the counter or on the floor. They need to come up with a better way. You know what they need? A warning label. No, because then you're still, I, we already know, we've already been warned from getting squirted last time. What- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
they need is the 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 lid, the peelable lid from individual little cups of applesauce. It still keeps it all locked in there, but it peels. It's like foil. It peels back nicely. Yeah. Whereas these are that th- that clear plastic, and you are just ripping it, and you know just as you get enough, it's gonna you're gonna it's gonna all rip off too quickly, and then. Yes, and then you have to do what you're doing right now, which is you sip it first, then you eat it. This all falls in under food news. You're welcome. Heinz <laughs> says that the number 57 was random and is meaningless and has no significance. That's wrong. Okay. That's random wrong. lady from the Midwest, Andrea Payne, the head of marketing at Heinz, says the 57 varieties label was surprisingly selected at random by founder Henry Hines in 1896. The number itself technically has no real purpose. Even back then, there were more than 57 varieties. The companies talked about this before, and there was a quote online about how Hines said he chose five because it was his lucky number and because seven was his wife's lucky number. That's a lie. He also said the number seven was selected specifically because the psychological influence of that figure and of its enduring significance to people of all ages. Lies. So just to be clear, Donna, is as we're reading quotes from the Heinz family, <laughs> this this porch lady right now, Lies. you know, just, hey, did you hear this? That can't be true as people pass by her property. You're just saying lies? Yeah. Well, how am I going to talk you off that ledge? You already said it has no significance, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that the things that he said earlier were lies, right? No. Oh. What? You know, Donna, ever <laughs> since you spilled grapefruit <laughs> juice on your midsection, it's really gone downhill. This is not my midsection. These are my legs. I don't know. Thank well, it you. Thanks. <laughs> so my legs look like my stomach is what you're saying. No, 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 no. I'm just saying you stood up. It felt like it was like right just south of your navel. And your legs don't start until under your privates. Well, that's where this is. You have vision problems. No. Oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Everywhere. Drenched. (laughs) Looks like you just got off a wet ride at Valley Fair. (laughs) Uh, We'll take a break. We'll play a game. All right. 651-641-1071. That's the number to call to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. Welcome back. Woo! Happy Thursday. It's Friday Eve. That's how I like to look at it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Donna and Steve at your service. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. College of Pop Culture and Knowledge for today. Yesterday, you may remember, it was not Uncle's Day. Well, there was also a special day yesterday that we didn't get a chance to celebrate, so we're going to do it today. Back in the year 1908, mm-hmm. the Federal Bureau of Investigation was started. Oh. oh, and I would say there aren't many organizations hmm. that have ever ever been portrayed or talked about more in pop culture than FBI. Really? Yeah. If you really think about it, basically every crime show has some form of the FBI. So today's College of Pop Culture Knowledge is all about the FBI and pop culture. Ooh. Okay. And we have got Becky along to play with us today. 
Hey, Becky. Hey, Becky. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm warm. I'm good. <laughs> I'm warm as well. That's good to hear. Yes. Um, Becky, after you play this game with us, uh, what's happening next in your day? Oh, that's a good question. I'm sort of in a retirement mode, and I just moved to Phoenix last October, and it's really hot. Oh, my gosh. I might go to the pool. So you're in Phoenix right now. Hey, Becky, do us a favor. If you're listening on your computer or a streaming device, just turn that down in the background. We hear a little bit of background. Um, but a oh. question about living in Phoenix right now. Has it really been as brutal as it reads? I mean, it's like 25 consecutive days above 110? Yeah, and I'm trying not to complain because I moved here because I hate winter. And so I'm, I'm trying to not complain. <laughs> we want to give you huh. the freedom and the grace to complain because you are in what we call hell on earth. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, doing, well, Arizona. I'm doing my time. Phoenix Becky. Uh, we're talking to Phoenix Becky. It's time for you to decide who do you want to team up with in the College of Pop Culture Knowledge today, Donna or Steve. Again, the topic is FBI in pop culture. Boy, this is a tough call, and I'm probably going to be worthless. Jeez, um, I'm going to go with my girl Donna. I love you. All right. All right. Woo-hoo. Thanks, Becky. All right. Becky's going to go on hold. Steve's going to step aside. We're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. By the way, Steve has a 77-73 lead. And uh, Donna, you ready to do this? Yes. All right. Again, FBI in pop culture. Jeez. Oh, we'll get it started with uh, with this one. In the movie, Catch Me If You Can, Leo plays Frank Abigail, who is seemingly always one step ahead of FBI agent Carl Hanratty, played by this actor. Oh, gosh. Oh, I can't remember. This long-running Fox crime drama followed the forensic anthropologist and her FBI partner. It starred Emily Deschanel. Uh, pass. In 95, Al Pacino and Johnny Depp were in a movie about an FBI undercover agent who infiltrated a New York mob family in the 70s. Al Pacino, Johnny Depp, 95. Oh, I'm failing miserably, Becky. I Let's go back to number one. Uh, uh, catch me if you can. Leo and who? In that movie. Can't remember. Okay. They were um, pretty comical together, I remember. And I will make one correction here. 97 on that final one. 97 Al Pacino and Donny, Johnny Depp movie. No Does that clue. do anything help for you? Okay. Nope. We're going to bring uh, Becky back in here. <laughs> Becky, I'm going to read these questions for you. Again, it's all about FBI in pop culture, either movies or TV shows that involve the FBI. We'll start with this first one. In the movie Catch Me If You Can, Leo plays Frank Abigail, who is seemingly always one step ahead of FBI agent Carl Hanratty, played by this actor. I don't know if I have this right, but Tom Hanks is that movie. Can we go with that? You're going to go with that? Okay, sounds good. We'll move on to the next one. This long-running Fox crime drama followed a forensic anthropologist and her FBI partner starring Emily Deschanel. I have no clue. No, you don't. Okay. And then finally, in 97, Al Pacino and Johnny Depp movie about an FBI undercover agent who infiltrated a New York mob family in the 70s. Any guess? I'm such a movie and TV watcher, but I don't know. Okay, it's all right. No worries. We'll uh, put you uh, back on hold and bring Steve back in and see how he can do. This is a disaster. Uh, Hey, Steve. Hey, man. Okay, everybody. Hey, everybody. Everybody say hey. 
While you guys were doing that on the FBI, I was watching a video of a a person in a hearing um, who claims to have direct knowledge of a crashed UFO sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. And when asked if, if there were pilots on board, he said yes. And then asked if those pilots were human or non-human, and he said non-human. Yep. Wow. So, I don't know what you guys were doing while you were having just your fun girl time game, but I was reading <laughs> about End of Earth. It was a big day yesterday, if you are uh, into all of that. It is a huge day yesterday. So. I want to watch Independence wow. Day. Yeah. It's a fun okay. one. Yeah. You ready to do this, uh, Steve? Okay. Again, we're doing FBI in pop culture, TVs, okay. movies involving the FBI. Let's get it going with this first one. In the movie, Catch Me If You Can, Leo plays Frank Abigail, who is seemingly always one step ahead of the FBI agent Carl Hanratty, played by this actor. Tom, Tom Hanks. This long-running Fox crime drama followed a forensic anthropologist and her FBI partner, starring Emily Deschanel. Pass. Uh, in, in, Let me say Bones. This 1997 Al Pacino and Johnny Depp movie was about an FBI undercover agent who infiltrated a New York mob family in the 70s. Say it one more time. F, it's 97 Al Pacino, Johnny Depp movie about an FBI undercover agent. You've got six seconds. I feel like it starts with B. Bercato. Brewski. Brussel. Brewski. Oh. This is hard. It's a hard game. Let's run through these answers here. Uh, We'll start it off with the first one. In the movie Catch Me If You Can, Leo plays Frank Abigail, who, of course, is always one step ahead of FBI agent Carl Hanratty, played by... It is indeed Tom Hanks. I do not remember Tom Hanks in the movie. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, Donna. He's, yeah. Oh, you know, I think I was thinking of The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, did you get that wrong, Donna? No, uh, I well, got saved. She didn't. She didn't have it, but Becky got that one right. Saved so. by the Becky. All right, yeah. good job, Becky. Uh, we'll move on to the last one because Steve had it right there on the tip of his tongue. This '97 Al Pacino Johnny Depp movie was about an FBI undercover agent who infiltrated a New York mob family <sighs> in the '70s. Donnie Brasco. Oh Brasco. yeah, bruh, bruh, bruh. That's where Donnie I was. Brasco. Dang, Dang Gina. Anybody get that? Nope. Unfortunately, nobody got it. You were so close with your brass, or whatever you were saying, but no, you didn't quite get it. So we go back to number two. This long-running Fox crime drama followed a forensic anthropologist and her FBI partner starring Emily Deschanel. It is the longest-running one-hour show in the history of Fox Productions. SVU? No, it was Bones. Steve's right. Oh, Teddy wins. Oh, my gosh. Eat Good it, job. I will. I really let Becky down. I'm sorry. I let you down. No, wow. no, you saved. I mean, I thought we were going into a tiebreaker, but clearly not. What do you do? You Becky, uh, if it makes you feel any better, it's getting up to 99 here today. We could crack a hundo. It's only 92 here, but then it's only 830. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, my gosh. Well, listen, hey, thank you so much for thank listening you. to us all the way from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Stay cool. Stay safe. I we love you. The podcast every, I listen to the podcast every day that I missed you live. So. Oh, oh, how wonderful. You. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. How nice. Yay. You guys want to do the tiebreaker? Please. Yes. All right. We'll do this tiebreaker here. This popular Netflix show based on a true crime novel follows the creation of the Behavioral Science Unit of the FBI, a unit dedicated to researching and stopping serial killers. Season one focused on the BTK killer. 
Charles Mansion was introduced in uh, season oh, two. Oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, Mind of a Murder. Donna, serial. Serial. Murder Mind. Mind Murder. Murder Mind. Mind Hunter. Mind Hunter. Dang. Former once. Shame on. I think that College of Pop Culture Knowledge is a very confidence-driven game. And right now... Donna, your confidence level is low going very into it low. every every very day. Well, that, these topics are I, not things I'm Oh, good. whatever, Donna. Like, I went to school on FBI, all these. I kind yeah, of thought this crime. would be a good one for you. Know, you. think. Yeah. Donna, listen. What? It's okay. Um, it's okay. It's, it's, like a, it's like a college basketball game during March Madness. They're just wild swings of momentum. So somebody could be up a lot, but you might score a win tomorrow. And it could yeah. put a little pep back in your step. You're right. And then you could go on a run. Or other option, as we've seen in years prior, I could just go on an absolute tear for the rest of the year. And by by wow. like mid-September, Donna will be like, maybe we should just drop this game and not do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Those are options. It is true. You're right. That is something I would do. I yeah. have a tip oh, yeah, that you is it? not really a tip. That's all right. Time for a tip. There, we'll just give you a little one. Do you know that the do you have a mat underneath your sink where you stand in front of your sink? I have a runner. A runner. Okay. Thank you. But no, a lot of people do that for they comfort, right? Yeah. yeah. I, and I do at the cabin. I have a a rug, a you know, a bathroom or a, or an area rug. Okay. Yeah. Is that that's not your your we're, we're talking about different things here like gel I, mat yeah yeah no i just learned yesterday and Let's... so in case anyone is as dumb as i that those are called do you know they're called anti-fatigue mats oh so that's what you would look up if, if you wanted one of those gel memory foamy soft underfoot mats for wherever you stand the most in the kitchen be it right in front of the stove mm. or right in front of the sink i just didn't know that yesterday and i just wanted to say it out loud and use it in a sentence like this people.com headline that reads the best anti-fatigue mat we tested is on sale for just 28 dollars today at amazon now that day was yesterday and so i don't know if that sale is still available um sky solutions anti-fatigue floor mat is what they like huh normally 55 dollars let me see if that sale's still active. Pardon me. Okay. Uh, still active. Uh, all right. Yeah, great. Fifty percent deal. All right. Anti fatigue mat is what it's called. So you have one of these? We do have one of these. Huh. Yeah. And you know what? I'm never fatigued in front of the sink. I never can't even picture there. you in front of the sink. Period. Should I take video of me doing some domestic things? Yes, please. Like vacuuming. Yes. Or doing the dishes. Yes. I tell you what, I don't do well. Cleaning the toilet. Laundry. Putting the laundry away. I hate putting the laundry away. Yeah. Isn't that the worst chore? No, I think folding laundry is a very bad chore. Oh, really? That's annoying. Everything's inside out because everybody takes their clothes off next to the hamper like their clothes are on fire. And so <laughs> then you have to, rin- they're all inside out. You got to do them again. Yeah. And- yeah but yeah, you know yeah. what we could do? Couldn't you also just, I would rather just hang them up or fold them inside out. And then when it's time to wear them, one at a time, do them, as opposed to putting right side out 25 items in a row. Mm. I guess I'm I'm relatable. Mm. 
Hmm? Not so much. Let's take a break. All right, let's do it. When we come back, oh, oh, you have another tip. Is this a bonus tip? Well, this isn't, a, it's kind of a tip. Uh, there, There is a restaurant chain that is doing a contest right now where if you legally change your name mm. to this restaurant chain, you'll get free food from there for life, more or less. And my question for the class is, what restaurant, fast food, slow, whatever, would you change your name to to get free food for life? Huh. A couple thoughts. All right. Hi, I'm Arby's Patterson. We'll get into it. <laughs> when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. But I'm on my own. Good day, sir. Still Welcome back to the show. It's Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. One. Oh. One. <laughs> hey, lady. Like, you almost sounded like uh, Gilbert Gottfried there. I know. I don't know what happened to my precious voice. Oh, yes. The silky <laughs> vocals that you grace us with every day. We are in your debt. Thank you. My liege. My lady. My liege. My liege. liege. Like lesion? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that short for <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God. Fast food, am I right? You said it, lady. Would you change your name to Subway to get free Subway for the rest of your life? Now, don't get all snobby on me. Just hear me out. Okay. Subway is giving one lucky fan free sandwiches for life. NWO, if you know, you know. If they commit to legally changing their first name to Subway. Hmm. If it is something that you're willing to do. You can sign up for a chance to win at SubwayNameChange.com starting August 1st. As always with these things, it's not really unlimited subs technically, but it's a lot of them. The winner will get $50,000 worth of Subway gift cards. Now, if you had one sub a day or a day, that would last you anywhere from 10 to 20 years, depending on which subs you get. Hmm. Now, if you had Subway for breakfast, lunch, and dinner en route to becoming a serial killer, (laughs) <laughs> it would only last a max of about seven years. But, um, you know, you could argue if you're eating cured meats on the daily, yeah, you might not last another seven years. So, right. Um, yeah. By the way, you also get 750 bucks to cover the cost of changing your name. Oh, wow, that's nice. How much does it cost to change your name? I think 750 bucks. Okay, I'd want more. Donna, but what if that's... No, no, no. You get the $750 is to... Yeah, they're cover, just paying for they're it. They're covering the legal fee, you know, the administrative stuff. I understand. Thank why do you, you want more Dad. than well, why I do you want, want more money. than But Donna, they're giving you the amount to cover the name change and they're giving you fifty thousand okay. dollars worth of hoagies. Okay. All right. So I would probably change my name to something that could actually sound like a real name, like Carl Jr. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't drop the S. You can't get cute there though. Fine. How about Car- Hi, I'm Carl's Jr. It's Carl's Jr. and Steve in the morning. <laughs> How about Qdoba? That's cute. And then you could tell people Call you, you know. Q. Sure. Yeah. How about like Quizno? But I wouldn't want to be Quiznos, like Dirks. Hey, here comes Dirks and Quiznos. <laughs> you have to though. This is how it works. Shoot. You have to take the name as it is. Boy, I really like the letter Q a lot. It's a good one, isn't it? Just like, oh, with a stick in it. You know? (laughs) 
But like, I don't, all right, forget it. I have issues. But I really like the cursive letter Q. I don't think if you had a Star Wars blaster to my head right now and said, you draw, write a cursive Q or else we blast you. Pappy, get blasted. Uh, Mike, how about you? I would have had no idea. Really? I just looked it up. and Does this look familiar? Like, uh, Can you see that? It's oh, like a... no, I would not have done it like that. That's like a number two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a giant number two. Are you sure that's how you do it? I'm pretty sure. Mike? Uh, that's you what looked it's, it up? It's showing me a giant number two. Huh. Wait a minute. There's actually there's two a, different there's a, versions. There's an alternate. And there's... I, I think of the alternate. And so my last name is Ganger, and the cursive G can be done in a couple different ways as well. Sarah and I are having this debate right now oh. because she's just recently obtained the last name right. Ganger, oh, yeah. and she's like, "Oh no, no, the way you do your G, that's the that's the ugly way to do a G." And I was like, "No, that's the easiest way when you're a child, and that's how I learned." It. Okay, let me how, do the. How right. do you do the G? Because I think I'm with her. I, 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 my middle name is Glenn. I like the yeah. fancy G. I do the up little hoop and then up again and then back down and over like. Yes, like the second that? one right there. That would be my G, yes. Yeah, that's... How's the other one? Oh, it's like a fancy Garth Brooks G? It almost looks like an ampersand more. Yeah. Oh, oh. That, oh okay. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with okay. you here, Samboni. This. I don't know what that looks I like. I like the other one that looks more like a uh, rectangle got fancy or Listen, something. nobody's going to be using cursive anyway in oh. like six months. <laughs> <laughs> if I get a cursive letter now, I mean... What do you want me to do with this? How much time do you think I have to read really? this card that you sent me? See, and I write in cursive if I were to write out a card. Is that right? Yeah. What an annoying way to write. <laughs> because print, you have to start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Right? Yes. So how, I don't understand. It's harder to, I feel like there's more margin for error when you are doing or, or perhaps less margin for error when you're doing cursive because then different people have their panache that they put onto their cursive like which g are you using if you're <laughs> and then you're blending it all together and now i'm trying to like is that an r is that what an r is in cursive what is it what are they saying it's to not me? that hard to read cursive needs to be and i'm about to lose a lot of support cursive needs to be banned <laughs> Well, it's about it's to be, an so don't worry about it. Waste of time. But my daughter is twelve and she was defending cursive. Oh really? The other day. I was like, what? Why? I don't know. She just feels like we should learn it. If, well, if a it kid... uses a part of your brain that, you know, during your Maybe important so. learning years. Yeah, you could argue that. You I, I, I would accept that argument. But let's not sell it as a way of writing to people. Fine. I don't I can't write cursive anymore. I used to like it. I used to come home, practice my S's. S is kind of fancy. It's a nice cursive letter. It sure is, Steve. Isn't the Z just the Z? Didn't no. they give up at Z? No. Or did it get fancy? The Z is is like a, a three, sort of. Oh, wow, wow. How annoying. Oh, my gosh. Cursive is for the birds. Well, a capital Z is basically just a capital Q without the loop-de-loop on the bottom. They're basically that same reverse little two, based on what I'm looking at here. Yeah, it just looks like a three on a slant. Wow, this Uh, is... The U, like, lowercase makes a little more sense. The F, the lowercase F, pretty (laughs) fancy. A touch showy, a little thirsty, a little try hard, a little extra. 
But the capital F stinks. Yeah, that's that is a mail it in because they spent all their creativity on the lowercase. Huh. You remember yeah. when you would do it these these in uh in, in school and they had the three lines mm-hmm. and you had to like write the, the uppercase and it had to touch yeah, touch the top line. And then yeah. if you did lowercase, that touch dash the dashy line. line. Yeah. Huh. Wow. School is wasted on kids. We would appreciate it more. Yeah. Because the older you are, the more you're interested in learning. I think. But although you would never go to a class, we I let would. us not. I don't would. underestimate your or my laziness. Donna. Listen. Don't act like you would go to a class. Listen. I would go to a class over taking a course on a computer. That just stresses me out thinking of people who like get their masters by just doing everything online. Oh. Get your degree. Get your degree. Whatever university. <laughs> what university was it? You know it? what I'm talking about? Is it De- DeVry? No. DeVry. Get your degree. <laughs> DeVry sounds more like an electronics store or like a business. Sounds like a business, not a not a college. I'm sure huh. it's a college and many of you have graduated from there and we support you. Go Eagles. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. Oh, Chi Chi's. That's a good name. Chi-Chi's. Oh, yeah, Chi-Chi's. That would be fun. Chi-Chi's, the old Mexican restaurant. Um, I don't know about you, but you might be talking to, we're going back to the what fast food place would you change your name to, uh, or even sit down. If you could get free food there for the rest of your life, you might be talking to Taco Bell Patterson. Oh, yeah? Run for the border? Dude, I don't even know what to order from Taco Bell. I was going to stop and get a bean burrito the other day. And I'm like, that's probably just coming out of a can, right? Those beans. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of beans come out of cans. What yeah. are you, a bean snob? <laughs> What's I your mean, problem? I could do that at home. I don't need to go pay somebody to slap some beans in, on a tortilla. You and- robbed me of so much joy. Huh. National American University. Thank you, Cat Perkins. Get your degree, get your degree. Set yourself free. Ah, set yourself free, National American University. Nailed it. Thank I smell you. an endorsement. Let me do. Dirt alert next.